Hello, and thank you for joining the Houses of Worship International Christian Partnerships, the Inconvenient Truth Podcast. Houses of Worship International Christian Partnership is a nonprofit organization whose mission is to glorify Jesus Christ and to help individuals and organizations reach their full spiritual potential. For more information, visit our website at www.howicp.org. Now, let's check out the podcast. Good evening, everyone. This is Bishop Anthony Collins, and welcome to the Inconvenient Truth Podcast. Uh, We are so excited. I'm so excited uh, tonight uh, to have as our guest, our guest um, facilitator, if you will, our guest speaker tonight, uh, my dear friend and brother in Christ, Pastor Omar Exume, who's a senior pastor of the House of Worship in Oak Ridge, Tennessee. Pastor Exume, how are you doing tonight, sir? I am doing great, and thank you for having me. Such an honor. It's my it's my pleasure. Um, so let's just jump right into it. Um, he, uh, pastor Exume has got an incredible message that, tonight. We're, he's we want, he's going to talk from the topic of the church, and I believe that he's looking at Matthew sixteen. Uh, as the the scripture uh, uh, as a scripture baseline, so so share with us a little bit about what it is that you have to say tonight, uh, Pastor Zume. Absolutely, and, and thanks again for the opportunity. You know, in in, in Matthew sixteen, uh, beginning in verse you know sixteen, um, even prior to that, you know, Jesus is asking his disciples, um, "Who do people say that I am?" Yeah. And, and, and afterwards, he, he, he diverse to his disciples, those that were that, that know him, that know of him, that yeah. that have been around him. And they have they asked him them, mm-hmm. in fact, who do you say yeah. that I am? Yeah. And, and Peter goes on and and says that you are the son of the living God. You are Christ. Mm-hmm. And G- Jesus reminds and says here, you know. Blessed are you, Simon Barjona. This is verse 17 of Matthew 16 in the New King James Version. For flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on to say in verse 18, and I also say to you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, mm-hmm. and the gates of Hades shall not prevail against it. Mm-hmm. He continues on from, from that standpoint and i, I kind of want to pause there because what jesus instituted or spoke about in this moment that he's bringing to life is so crucial and so significant to who we are today mm-hmm. because that word that he utilizes for church first of all i'll, I'll speak about peter the term peter or cephas some translations will say means a small rock mm-hmm. And then when he says, I will build and on this rock, he uses a a play on words for Peter or Cephas. He uses Petro Mm -hmm. for I will build or on this rock, I will build my church. That rock is is Petra, which means it's a it means rocks closely knitted together, a bedrock, Mm -hmm. if you will, a large mass of rocks coming together and forming one. Mm -hmm. And, 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 And so. It's important, it's significant for us to understand that because that term church means ecclesia. 
mm-hmm. in the Greek, and which means the called out ones. In other words, those that are called out of darkness and brought into light, those that are called out of death and brought to life, those that were lost but now but now have been found. This is the called out ones. And and today, when we think about the term church and what it it, it is, we have belittled it so much that we are not seeing it from the perspective that Christ saw it. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'll say this, you know, a lot of times we say, okay, yeah, this is the universal church. This is a spiritual church. Yes. Yes. I'm in agreement with that, but there's also uh, local bodies uh, or what we call the uh, consulate or the embassies right around the world of those that are local bodies that um, partake and, and share in this ecclesia. Mm-hmm. And so we all form one body by the grace of God. Hallelujah. Now, here's the thing that that the Lord has 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 brought me to. And that is that again, we've gotten so far to the point that when we go on Sunday morning, depending what time service starts, eight o'clock, eleven o'clock, ten o'clock, whatever it is, mm-hmm. we belittle what Christ is saying by saying that we've gone to church. Mm-hmm. And so what, what I'm seeing here, what I'm seeing from this breakdown of what Christ is saying here is I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not prevail. Mm-hmm. And, and if you go on into scripture, you'll, you'll hear about the early church in the book of Acts chapter two. And it says that they were devoted to the apostles teaching, to fellowship, the breaking of bread and to prayer. Mm-hmm. They were devoted to that. In other words, coming into the temple and receiving teaching spending time from that standpoint of of what we do today coming to church was a part of the of was a part of what the church would do mm-hmm. but it is not the church mm-hmm. and, and and so what we're saying here today what 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 i what i'm seeing here today what when i'm what i'm really speaking about here today is this is that we have to live out Mm-hmm. what Christ instituted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In other words, we have to live as if we are the light because we are the light mm-hmm. of the world. Mm-hmm. It says in Matthew, we have to live as if we are alive because we are alive. Jesus Christ says in the book of Luke that I am the resurrection and the life. Even if you die, you will not die. In other words, you cannot die Mm-hmm. in Christ, right? Mm-hmm. You may go to sleep, but you yeah. do not die from that standpoint, yeah. right? Yeah. So, so we have gotten so far away from this idea, this, this concept, this understanding of what Jesus was saying. And now today we may utter these words, which are fraudulent, which are myths, which says the church has lost its power. Mm-hmm. No, it hasn't. The church still has its power. Mm-hmm. We may utter uh, phrases that says, uh, you know, the church, the church is this, the church is that. When in all reality, the church is founded by Christ. Mm-hmm. And if, if it gets away from the mold that Jesus instituted, what he's talking about, what he's building upon this earth as foreigners live uh, 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 his children living in foreign territory mm-hmm. if, if we get away from that type of mindset mm-hmm. then we're, we're we're not acting as part of the church anymore we're doing our own thing mm-hmm. and so it, it's a tricky thing and i just wanted to share from that perspective of what, what jesus is speaking about because he's saying that i will build 
which which means that nobody else has authority over it, which means nobody else has power over it. Mm -hmm. The power, the authority, the anointing, everything comes and stems from him. He will build his church. And when he builds something, it is solid. When he builds something, it is perfect. When he builds something, it is good. And mm -hmm. so he says, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not prevail mm -hmm. over it. Mm -hmm. And he continues on to say, and I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Mm -hmm. And whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Mm -hmm. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Mm -hmm. And so we, there's so much that we can talk about from this standpoint. Yes. But but, you know, I, I don't want to get into all the rabbit you know, holes right now, <laughs> but but. Essentially, all I'm saying right now is, is we got to go back mm -hmm. to the basic, go back yeah. to the root. Yeah. Uh, because a lot of times we're, we're so focused on, and I'm being real here, on, on how the presentations are. Mm -hmm. um, how eloquent can I speak? Um, uh, how can I make sure that after a service mm -hmm. that people are happy? Mm. Um, how can I make sure that the lights are good and, and, and everything is good so that people would want to come back there again, when in all reality, it, it, it stems, I'll say it this way. Some people would say, I don't have to be saved to go to church. Mm -hmm. And you're right. Mm -hmm. You can come to Christ without ever, without stepping foot in the the, the temple, you, you, you can be on your deathbed and accept Christ right there mm -hmm. and, and you can you can be saved. But I would argue, too, that if you are saved, then you would want to be in church. Amen. You would want to be in communion with your with, with, with like minded body of believers. You would mm -hmm. want to be encouraged mm -hmm. and, and, and walk this journey along those that mm -hmm. are in the same faith as you loving Jesus and glorifying him. In fact, I want to go and be among my my brothers and my sisters. Yeah because of the love of Christ that I have in me. Yes. And, and, and so it, it flips to where even evangelization has to flip back because now we're saying a lot of times when we go evangelize, we're talking about, um, uh, I want you to come to my church. When mm -hmm. first we should be talking about, I need you to encounter Jesus, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. That should be the first and foremost thing out of anything. Yeah. And then also, hey, let's walk together along this journey together as the same like-minded believers let's walk in the same in the same building together yeah but in all reality um it seems to me as i'm looking around and, and it's not to put anybody down or anything sure. of that sort sure. it's really to, to get back to the basic of what christ established and what he instituted yeah. it just seems that we're so far away yeah. from from what was instituted yeah absolutely um and, and you what you're talking about here is not quote unquote um, because because every building that has a cross on it and the mm. name church in it is not God, God does not look at that and say that's a church right that so that's right that's right <laughs> so we're talking about the authentic church here now right amen to that uh, yes and, and, and so everybody talking about heavens is, is not going there um, mm -hmm. so I, I what I want to amplify if I can I don't want to put words in your mouth but. What I hear, what I what I hear you saying is that this uh, this this bedrock of the church, as 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 Peter answers the most critical question that we all have to answer in life, which is who do you, who do you say that Christ is, right? Yeah, yeah. 
So he, he, his response to that is that you are you are the Christ, you are the Christos, you are the you are the Messiah. That's you, right. You are in essence God Himself. You're mm-hmm. you're the, the, the Son of the Living God. And Christ's response is to him that 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 that's the foundation that I'm going to build the church on. That's right. right. And, that's and, right. And, and, and so. What that means to us then is that if we really are authentic followers of Jesus Christ, this is what I hear you saying. Now, again, I'm, uh, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth. You, you tell me uh, that if I really am an authentic follower of Jesus Christ, then that has to be forever con- and continually my starting place in regards to how I deal with God, that that he is my savior, he, yeah. is, he, he is my redeemer, mm-hmm. yay, he is God, all right? Yes, and, yes. And that, in every choice I make as I live through life, certainly as I deal in the in the house of God, in, in the church house, that that must be my beginning place, is that this is I'm I'm doing this for my redeemer. I'm doing this for my savior. I'm operating in an environment where I'm trying to honor the one who is God. Is is that yes. hearing you say, sir? Ab- absolutely, absolutely, and, absolutely. And, and, and so it, it, I think th- then what also comes out of this, and there's, there's so many really good, uh, you know, things that c- come out of this. But I, but I think also then what, one of the things that comes out of this is that. One of the reasons why the church, quote unquote, the church, not you know, has has lost uh, its effectiveness in the culture, right? Mm-hmm, right, mm-hmm. because you know, because because where's where's the church? There's, there's all these things that are happening in the in the culture, right? That you, we so suppose we 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 can't talk about that at church, okay? All right, we can't we can't <laughs> talk about sexual immorality at church. We can't mm-hmm, we can't mm-hmm. talk about genderism, you know, at at, at church, right? They, they, we, we got these, uh, these these topics. We can't talk about abortion at church. There's all these topics that 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 we that, that we can't talk about. And so the, the what, what 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 we go back to is that we really need to go back and have a clear understanding of who God is. Because if we don't have a clear understanding of who God is as a church, how can the church know who it is and how it's supposed to operate if it doesn't know who God is? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and, and this piece is is critical to, to what we do, what we say, mm-hmm. how we operate, mm-hmm. right? Because if we don't grasp who God is to yeah. in the fullness of who he is. I mean, yeah. I mean, th- there's of course so much, so many things that perhaps we would not understand until we see him face to face. Yeah. But, but authentically he has given us enough yeah. through his word yeah. to identify who he is that he alone is God. Isaiah 45 says that he is God all by himself. Yeah. There is no one else. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and so f- from that standpoint, absolutely. And, and, and if, we can understand that he is God. He is the crystal, right? He is the one that was, who is, and who is yes. to come. Yes. Then, then now it comes to when he talks about building his church, it, it comes back to that, to what does that mean for the body of believers? Yes. You know, when, when, when I become a, um, let's say for instance, I, I, I'm playing in the NBA, right? I, I, I'm joining 
the league. All right. I, I've been practicing my basketball game mm-hmm. and, and now I get picked up by a team. Mm-hmm. All right. That means that my association with all the other teams, doesn't matter how many friends I got over there. It doesn't matter um, who I knew over there. My association now comes from the team that I'm a part of. Yes. All right. So because I'm in, I'm in Tennessee, I'm going to pick on the Memphis Grizzlies. All okay. right. So mm-hmm. if I'm on team Memphis Grizzlies, then the San Antonio Spurs or the New York Knicks or whoever the other teams are that are cool, that I may know some people out there, that's cool and dandy, but I belong to the Memphis Grizzlies. Yes. So when, 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 I, when I see that God is saying, I will build my church, in other words, I am building my community yes. that we are now a part of. And, and yes, we know other people that are in the world and we know all, all the stuff that's going on and all the the, uh, um, you know, the world is corrupt and all these things. Yes, we know all that, but I now belong to this community, which, which means now that I get to walk, even though I'm still walking on this earth, even though I'm still living in this world, I, I, I'm coming from the perspective that my identity was not found yes. on this earth in Tennessee or, or yes. whatever state I'm in. Yes. It is found from where I'm, I came from. Yes. And, and when we become a part and called out into the marvelous light, into the, the community of God, into the body of believers, we now come from a different uh, perspective, a different uh, uh, identity yes. than what we once had previously before. Yes. Yeah. And, and, and so and, and so it, it comes to I will build my church, meaning, yes, number one is built on that foundation of knowing who I am. Right. Yes. But number two is saying. Now, because you know who I am and you believe in me, for the Bible says that if I confess the Lord, that the Lord Jesus and believe in my heart that he, that he rose from the dead, mm-hmm. that I will be saved. Right. Mm-hmm. So if I'm at that point where now I know who Jesus is and now I have believed in him and have joined in community with him, he's saying to me as well, in conjunction with this, that now I am somebody new because I'm now coming from a new identity Yes. A new perspective. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. And and just for me, you know, as we're as we're you know, having this conversation um, as a former as a former pastor, I think and as the one who, who mentors pastors now, you know, the thing that I see you're know, talking about the church and, you know, the, how the church is so far in many cases, um, mm-hmm. so far away from what I believe that. God desires for it to be, and certainly as we look at this this passage of scripture, what it is, it's it's in that place of understanding. You're talking about church leader, church leadership now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's in that place of understanding who God is, and and who I am, that we can make the decisions um, to do the thing that most honors God versus. Yeah versus doing the thing that most honors us right that's you know, right that's right we have a tendency uh to chase after the corporate vision of church mm-hmm. versus the spiritual vision of, of church right that yeah, that's really good we, we're validated by uh 
corporate measures, corporate parameters, uh, how big our campus is, how many people come to uh, to our church, uh, <laughs> how many church vans we have, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, versus being validated by simply obeying the word of God, uh, glorifying Jesus Christ. Uh, preaching the gospel, making disciples and um, baptizing people in the name of the Father, Son and the Holy Spirit and letting and just letting God handle the results of it, because there is a tension between godly men, people who love God. That's right. That's right. There's a tension between godly men and the Holy Spirit, the word of God, where we have an we have a tendency to want to uh, control, if you will, the outcome. And in essence, what we're doing when we do that is we're saying that we're God. God's not God. That's never been our responsibility is to control the outcome. Our responsibility is simply to obey. And that's what God is saying. Mm-hmm. When, when I know who the Messiah is, when I know yeah. who God yeah. is, okay, when I when I when I have set, come on, come on, Pat, that's come right. on, Patrick Zume. That's right. When I, when uh-huh. I have set as Job has said, and mm-hmm. and hear God say, "Be be be still and know." Right? Yeah. Be quiet. Yeah. Be yeah. quiet and mm-hmm. contemplate deeply who it is that I am. Who who yeah. who, who has you in the palm of your hand? Who's, who, That's right. Who's controlling the environment? When you when we really step into that moment where we know who God is, we release we re, we release the results, and that we can walk in the in the, certainly more fully in this idea that you that you are the Christ, that you are the Son of the Living God. Amen to that. You you know, and, and you you bring here some 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 very important uh, aspect of this as as pastors as leaders. In, in ministry, there's this, this pressure that comes from the world or comes from ourselves mm-hmm. that makes us think that the metrics that we should follow mm-hmm. is what corporate America says or society says it is, right? And so it's about how many people can I have in, in, in the seats? How many, how much money can this church generate? Mm-hmm. And, and a, a lot of times that is what is celebrated, mm-hmm. right? Yes, yes. They, they, people will call a church, a big church or a mega church based on the numbers of yes. people that yes. attend, yes. right? Mm-hmm. Or based upon the amount of money that is coming in. When, when the metric that Jesus established is contrary to that, it's yeah. is, is not that. It, it's it's good to have the numbers. It's good to have that. But in yep. all reality, yep. that's not what God bases church to be on. Yes. And so, you know, church in general is, is you know, whatever mission you may have is going to stem in some type of variation from this verse, if you will, from Matthew uh, 28, 18 to 20. Right. Uh, mm-hmm. It says Jesus says all authority has been given to me in heaven yep. and on earth. It says, go, therefore, make disciples, make disciples of all nations, mm-hmm. uh, baptizing them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them to do all that I have commanded, and lo, I will be with you even to the end of the age. The, the key metric here is go and make disciples. Yeah. Yeah. You can have a million people in yeah. your facility, yeah. but how many disciples, how many people are really living the life yeah. of, of uh, somebody who's been called out, yeah. right? From darkness to light, from 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 death to life, how many people are actually beginning to live out 
by the power of the Holy Spirit to live a life that will truly bring honor to God. Yeah. Right. And, and yeah. I say this because the, I remember back in the day man, when people would come to the altar to accept Christ. I'm saying it this way. Man, people will be filled with tears yeah. in their eyes. Yeah. Because they acknowledge that there was an encounter that they had just they had just had. They realized that they did not uh, put myself in, into that, too, that I did not uh, uh, deserve this grace, this gift, yeah. this mercy. I was unworthy to receive it. I should get the ultimate death. I should pay the penalty for my sins. Right. And, yeah. and, and so we will come up there with tears in our eyes and, and we will come up there uh, 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 really sorrowful, but excited at the same time because of his grace and his mercy and the gift that he gives to us, uh, which is eternal life. Right. Yes. And, yes. And, 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 and nowadays, it is portrayed in a way, it's, again, it's about the metrics. It's, it's about the numbers. It's not about the, 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 the quality. It's, it's really about how many people can I flood the front with? Yeah. And, and, and so sometimes I, I see that there is, you know, this altar call, if you will, that, that is happening, quote, unquote, and people are jumping up there. They're, they're laughing up there. They're just whatever is up there. And I'm not saying that they, there's not a real uh, 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 conversion. I'm, I'm just putting that into question and, and saying, hey, do we really understand what is taking place here? Yeah. Do we really grasp that we were on our way to the pit of hell right. and that the grace of God has taken us and removed us from there into his marvelous light? Do we really understand yeah. what it really is? Yeah. And, and, so, and so there's this pressure of this metrics that is out there that it's about the numbers. It's, it's about. It's about the likes. I've seen, you know, uh, uh, where now in social media era now, it's about how much likes can I get? How many shares can I get? And in all reality, it should fall down to what's going on. What is really going on? What I mean by that is this, as a leader, as a pastor, if my metric is numbers and my metric is how to get money, then when I'm in trouble, I know where to go to. I'm going to corporate America. I'm going to those leaders right. that I know who know how to raise funds or know how to get people in seats. Yeah. But it goes back to this again. But if I'm focused on doing what God has called me to do. Yes. If I'm living for him. Yes. It's about his result. It's about his glory. Yes. It's about what he built. Yes. It's about what he desires. Yes. It's about his will. Yes. That when I'm in trouble, I know who I need to go to. Yes. And that's back to the one who developed it and started it in the first place. And that's God. The Christ. The, Christ the, the Lord. Son, the, the, son, the son of the living God. The son of the living God. And, and, and just, yeah, go ahead. So go ahead, go ahead Pastor. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that um, the, as you keep reading this, this scripture, the, the, the other piece that, that you see you see it here in, 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 in the culture of the, you know, the modern day church, you know, um, it says, who, 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 who do you say that I am? Peter says, Hey, mom, I see it. You're, you're, you're the Christ. You're the, you're the son of the living God. And then God says, because that's your mindset in verse, in verse 19. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Because that's your mindset that, I'm going to give you the ability to operate supernaturally. That's right. 
That's okay. right. Right. Verse 19, I, I give unto you the keys yep. of the kingdom. He didn't say I give you the That's keys. That's right. He didn't say I give you the keys to the kingdom. That's I'm, right. I'm the key to the kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus, Jesus is the key to the kingdom. Okay. The only way to, to the kingdom, you got to go through that door. Okay. That's Jesus, right. That's the keys to the kingdom. He said, but once you get into the kingdom, because you have this mindset that says, I'm 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 God, I'm the Messiah, I'm the redeemer, I'm the, I'm the I'm the one. He says, I'm gonna give you the keys of the kingdom. And basically, what do keys do? Keys open doors. They they they, right. they lock and unlock doors. And so he's talking he's talking about and about binding and loosing and about having mm -hmm. power on supernatural, heavenly power here on earth. And so that's what that's the other thing you see in the in the in the quote unquote quote unquote modern church today is First, they, they we, we don't know who God is, okay? And because we don't know who God is, we don't know who we are. And because we don't know the answer to either one of those two questions, you don't see any power, Doc. That's right. That's right. No, no I mean, that, that's all there. Absolutely. Because when, when you see this, to your point, it's saying that, he's saying that, I'm giving you the keys of the kingdom, mm -hmm. which means that it's not that I'm bringing something to the kingdom to declare. Yes. But I'm going to be able to take from the kingdom. Yes. To declare here on earth. Yes. Right. So it, it's, it's uh, uh, the keys of the kingdom of heaven and whatever you bind on earth will be bound, which yes. other translations would have been bound in heaven. Yes. Yes. And whatever you lose on earth would have been bound, yes. it, it would have been loose in, in yes. heaven. And, and so in all reality, God is saying, what I am building, what I'm establishing, what I'm instituting is first, first and foremost, acknowledging and knowing who I am. Yes. Number two, you get to know who you are. Yes. And number three, now we get to know what we have access to. Yeah. And unfortunately, and God has been sharing this with me multiple times for months. Yeah. I would say for over a year. Yes. And that is that we do not know all the things that we have access to. Absolutely. And because of that, we limit God. Absolutely. We limit what Absolutely. we believe he can do. Absolutely. We, we, we limit all these things. Absolutely. And because of that, the, the Bible says this, it, it reminds us that when somebody comes to Christ, somebody is saved, somebody comes into the church as part of the body of believers, we become a blessing for the world. Yes. That's, that's who we become. It's a blessing because now somebody else can encounter you and somehow have a, a peek of who Christ is yeah. and now can come to Christ. Yes. Right. But yeah. it all comes from that. If I don't know who God is and I don't know who I am, then I don't necessarily know all that I have access to. Absolutely. And the world is thirsty. Yes. It's thirsty for the things of God. Yes. It's thirsty. The, the, yes. It's ripe right now for the gospel to be preached. But we, because we don't know our full identity, we don't understand all the access that we have. Yes. We, we are unfortunately extinguishing the access for people to have a better encounter with Christ right here on earth. Amen, brother. I, I agree with that 100 percent. You know, one of the things the Holy Spirit was saying to, to me early, earlier earlier uh, when you were talking about how how the church is is, is being belittled and is and it's true, um, it, it, because as a, 
uh, a part of the church as the authentic, as an authentic child of God, that when you in, when you encounter me, you should encounter the the authority of God and the power of God when you yes. encounter me. Because Absolutely. That that Absolutely. is the that is the church that yeah. that is the church in the earth realm is is it's it's when the authority and the power of God is manifested in the in the earth realm. Hallelujah! That is That's the right. church. That's right. Hallelujah! Yeah. A a absolutely. You know, I I'll share this with I I'll share this, and, and this is the latest stats that I I, I read, and this was some time ago, mm -hmm. but it, it baffled me, and, and and it showed me though what we lack mm. as a body. We were speaking earlier about the term Petra means yeah. a bedrock. Yeah. And we, we see that it was Jesus and the 12 apostles. And then we see today, and there's probably more now, I don't, I don't, I don't know, but last time I saw these stats, there were over 40,000 Christian denominations oh, yeah. around the world. Yeah, yeah. And it, I, I'm telling you now, it, it grieves me that that many different, and the, the core could be similar, right? right and it's right. typically just the minor things that are, right. that, that are in question. Right. That because there's some differences in that, it kind of shows us where we lack. And this is why we don't see or sense sometimes the power of the church is that we lack unity. Yes. That instead of us having a difference in, uh, in, in our perspective and having a discussion, you know, back in, in the book of Acts, they will go to Jerusalem and go to the council. Yeah. And they would discuss. And whatever the answer was from the council, yeah. all the other churches had to obey that they yeah. follow whatever ruling that the, that the council in Jerusalem uh, shared. Yeah. But, but today we, we, we find ways to this, to show how different we are yeah. rather than find ways that shows how similar we are. Yes. And, and because of that, you know, with, with any of the issues happening, I, I'm, I'm going to speak about America alone. Okay. Out of all the topics, the things that 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 is happening in this world, one of the biggest reasons why there's a struggle from the church to have a voice is because there's always churches, quote unquote, on both sides of the topic. Right. Yeah. And instead of standing as one and saying this is from the word of God, this is what God wants. Mm -hmm. There's more power there. Mm -hmm. We're too busy fighting the wrong enemy, which is we're fighting each other, mm -hmm. trying to get our side to come across, trying to get, instead of understanding what is it that God desires from this yeah. and let that be our stance, yeah. irrelevant of how people think about us, what they may say about us, no matter if they start having dislikes on our um, social media, in <laughs> spite of all of that, we have a, a, we have a problem or an issue to be able to stand together as one bedrock yeah. on a topic. Yes. Amen. And this is not what Christ instituted. Amen. Amen. 
we we've gotten so far away from from that, if you will, and and, and God is telling us we got to get back. We got we got to come back yeah. to the origin of the church. Yeah. What is it that I established? Jesus speaking, not me. Yeah. What is it that I established? Yeah. And that's what I want to rule. I'm giving the keys of the kingdom to that type of body. Yeah, yeah, amen, bro. But it's not going to be to the one that's divisive, to the one that that, that doesn't want to stand together yes. with the bedrock. Yes. And so it, it comes back to that. And I'll share this too. You know, a few, uh, some years ago, maybe about 15, 20 years ago, I did an interview randomly on the street. Mm. And I, I was asking one simple question. And that was, and this was on a college campus. That question was, who is God? All right. The, 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 the answers or responses that I would get baffled me. You would hear, oh, God is everything. He's my cigarette. Got it. Yeah, yeah. God is, is uh, uh, he's the sun, the moon, the stars. Yeah, God right. is, you know, as, as we're talking about this, I love what Peter says. You are the Christ. Yeah. 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 The son of the living God. I'm specific. Yeah. Yeah. You are. Yeah. The Messiah. You are. Yeah. And so it, it, it all comes that comes back down to that is. If he cannot be the master, mm. if he can't be the one who handles the results, if he can't be the one that leads the way, if he can't, I mean, the one I'm speaking about is Jesus Christ, if he mm -hmm. cannot be the one mm -hmm. that is the ruler, that is the, the real senior pastor of a church. Yeah, yeah, man. We're under shepherds. He is the over shepherd. He is the one that rules. If mm. we can't go and follow him, mm. then we don't have a church at all. Amen, sir. That's the truth, Pastor. Yeah. That's that's just the straight truth. Sir. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's good, man. It's a good word, brother. Um, yeah. it's, a, it's a word that um needs to be heard. And uh I know it, it's a challenging word, but it's it's that's a that's a right now, right, right on time word, man. I just mm -hmm. appreciate so much you. Um, taking the time out of your schedule to, to share that, man. I, I know that um, this is going to bless um, the people that hear it as, as it has blessed um, me just to have this conversation with you tonight. So thank you so much for your time. I appreciate it. Um, also, I, I want to take a, a, a moment and just um, talk a little bit, um, if you're okay about, about that, talk a little bit about the, the house of worship, the church that you pastor in Oak Ridge. Um, share a little bit about um, the ministry and, and what's going on with it and what God's doing there. Absolutely. And, and, and thanks again for having me sure. uh, on tonight. It, it was indeed just, just a privilege and an honor. Um, you know, the house of worship is based out of uh, Oak Ridge, Tennessee. And, and there we're just a body of believers that's, that's trusting in God. You know, um, we have a mission that we stand for that, that simply says to glorify God and to help others to personally know and grow in Jesus Christ by loving, teaching and building true Christ-centered disciples. And, and that, that's really all, all that we do. We're here um, as, as a body of believers to honor God, to worship him, but truly, um, to, to really live out what scripture says, mm -hmm. you know, that, that's one thing that, that, that God has, has really put in my heart is yes. How, how can I live out what the word of God says? Amen. 
how when I leave that sanctuary and I leave those front doors, I'm on the mission field. How do I make sure that I'm still operating as a disciple of Jesus Christ? You know, what marks is proof that I'm living as a disciple of Jesus Christ? And so those are the things that we do as a body. Um, we honor him. It doesn't matter the uh, color, the pigmentation, uh, skinny or wide. It doesn't matter where you come from, uh, what, what, you know, where you've been. At the end of the day, uh, this body of believers, uh, this local body of believers is for anyone who has a desire to know more of Jesus Christ. And so, uh, so we stand and do that. You know, the Lord has laid on my heart, um, he put this, this a big burden upon my heart uh, to, to get a, a hold of other ministries around our ministries mm-hmm. uh, and kind of formulate a little bit about what we're talking about here tonight of, of, of you know, coming into communication. You know, we love Jesus. We say we honor Jesus. But how can we uh, live for him as, as, as a body uh, for the Lord on this earth? And so uh, we have be- began to uh, reach out to other ministries out there and, um, and just to, to, to see how we can partner as long as the core is the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- there is a piece of, of the scriptures that I cannot compromise or tolerate anything else. Mm-hmm. And that is that the only way to salvation is through Jesus Christ. Oh, yes. uh, anything other than that, I'm sorry, we are not in agreement. We cannot operate. Yeah. Um, but if you want to argue on, can I speak in tongues, whatever it is, yep. we can talk about those things. Yeah. But the core got, got, got to be the core. The main thing has to be the main thing. Yeah. And so, um, so, so we're able to, to, to have conversations with those ministries and to share a little bit about, uh, uh with them about what we're doing and also vice versa. Mm-hmm. So, so we are a body of believers that's not focused on the four walls of where we are. Yes, mm-hmm. we may meet there, but we also have a lot of activities outside of there. Wonderful. Awesome. Well, if you're in the Knoxville. 190. Yeah, go ahead. Uh-huh. Yes, yes, sir. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're, we're based over there at, at 190 Manhattan Avenue in, in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, 37830. We have services on Monday nights uh, from 7 to 8. You can email, email us at office at the house of worship dot com uh, if you want to reach or get a hold of us. Amen. Amen. Awesome. And um, website www.thehouseofworship.com. I think you already said that, but right there again. Yes. So it's a great church, uh, a worthy cause. If you're in the Knoxville area or passing through at any point in time, this is a place you definitely want to stop. Uh, the Holy Ghost is there. If you're looking for the Holy Spirit, he is at the house of worship. Amen. So thank you once again, uh, Pastor Exume, for joining us tonight. And thank you for sharing uh, those words of truth and encouragement. Uh, would you be so kind as to, to pray us out tonight, sir? It would be an honor. It would be an honor. Lord Father, I, I come before you. Uh, thank you and I honor you for who you are. We are ecstatic that we had an opportunity to, to talk more about you. Father, we're so grateful because your word is true. Your word says that may your, your word be true and every man a liar. Mm-hmm. So, Father, we stand for you. We honor you. We worship you. Father, I pray for every listener that has listened to this podcast here today, to this discussion. Father, I first pray that it honored you, it glorified your name. But secondly, Father, I pray that it would encourage us to understand that we're all part of the same team. Those of us who are authentic believers of Jesus Christ. 
that we belong to the same God. We're part of the same community. Your word is true and your word is real. So Father, we, we thank you, we honor you, and we glorify you. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So thanks to everyone for uh, joining us tonight for um, the Inconvenient Truth podcast. You can find out more about um, this organization at HOWICP.org. So we want to thank um, Pastor Zume as well for his time and for his words. And so just let, I just want to pray, pray us out real quick. Father God, Jesus God, Holy Spirit God, we want to thank you for your presence tonight and your word tonight. And just for um, you know, giving us the truth, Lord, we, that's what we need. That's what we want. That's what we desire, the truth. Your word tells us that if we know the truth, it'll make us free. And we want to live free. We want to live free in you, Lord God. So thank you for loving us tonight and seeing about us tonight. And uh, cause your word, Father, to uh, do what only you can cause it to do, Father. That is to change minds and to change hearts and to bring you glory. It's in Christ's name that we pray. Amen. God bless you guys. Talk to you next time. Houses of Worship International Christian Partnership is a nonprofit organization whose mission is to glorify Jesus Christ and to help individuals and organizations reach their full spiritual potential. For more information, visit our website at www.howicp.org.